0: San Jose State offensive lineman Jack Snyder has a ton of experience playing at both tackle spots for the Spartans. With 45 games under his belt and 38 consecutive starts, Snyder has been a veteran for San Jose State for some time now. Now entering his final year with the Spartans, it appears that the NFL could be in his future. For this week's Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Spotlight interview, host Ryan Roberts spoke with Snyder about his potential path to the NFL and his career thus far. Before we get to that interview, though, folks, I need to quickly tell you about Bet Online. July is underway and a great month for sports. And if you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. With the NBA Finals ending and the MLB heading into the second half of the season, There's plenty of betting action to get involved in. If you're a football better, there are tons of futures and props you can wager on. BetOnline has all of the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
1: Welcome to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast. Ryan Roberts here, Rise and Draft on Twitter. It is a Thursday, so we know that we are bringing you an interview with one of the best football players in all of college football returning. Now that we are past the 2021 NFL Draft cycle, we've done our recaps, our predictions. We are now fresh off to 2022 and better better um, horizons here. And I have a offensive tackle who I honestly didn't know too much about before this past season, Mr. Jack Schneider, who is out of San Jose State while watching Trey Walker and Bailey Gaither and Nick Starkle for next year. I kept writing down left tackle number 55. So I started doing some research on him. Luckily enough, Jack has agreed to join me today. Jack, appreciate you, man. Again, just uh, taking a little bit of time here, man. I really do appreciate it so much.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Thanks for having me on.
1: Absolutely, man. So I kind of want to run this as like a little bit of a career Outlook and, you know, just a little bit of your journey so far. So I kind of went back and did some research. Marin Catholic High School. You're a California kid. Stayed obviously in San Jose State. Stayed in the home state there. So take me through, Jack, a little bit of your recruitment coming out of Marin and why ultimately for you San Jose State was the best option uh, to continue your student athlete career.
2: Yeah, I mean, Marin, Marin Catholic uh is how it's pronounced but uh but yeah um to me I think how the how close to home uh San Jose State was to where I grew up was a pretty big impact uh, because it was kind of the perfect distance where it's a drive home but it's still like separate if I wanted to be um sure. because you know with a uh, college student athlete schedule you're so busy if I'd gone somewhere on like the East coast or something like that, I would have been home for Christmas and maybe a week or two in the summer. And that's it. But being in San Jose, I have, I really had the opportunity to, to uh, go home whenever I wanted to or needed to or anything like that. That was definitely uh, important to me. And then I just, it's kind of funny. I've had four offensive line coaches since I was being recruited, but I did get along with the staff really well. And I, I got along with all the players on my official visit, and th- those were probably some of the biggest things on why I, why I ended up at San Jose.
1: And I know, Jack, for a lot of people, you know, obviously you want to come in in the perfect world. You want to play football right away in college. I know you were a guy that had the redshirt year to begin with. I'm sure that that was a huge thing for you, not only acclimating to just being a student athlete, but then also physically continue to physically develop. Can you talk to me a little bit about how big that 2016 redshirt year was for the player that you are now?
2: Yeah, I mean that was definitely. I definitely needed to it. I came into San Jose State at about 240 pounds, um, so that was that was a big year for me to kind of develop and get to a weight where I I can play. And gave me it gave me honestly a pretty good opportunity to be a what normally would have been a four year, but now with COVID, a five year starter at San Jose.
1: That's pretty crazy to think about <laughs> that, that 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 little wrinkle, obviously, with the extra year of eligibility, and I know. A lot of guys, I've, like, I think back to like Ben Bartsch last year at the Senior Bowl that was talking about like this Gatorade cottage cheese drink that helped him kind of develop. For you, was it more longer process of putting on good weight in like a reasonable amount of time, like incrementally? Or was, was it something where like you had been putting on weight in like a really short amount of time?
2: Yeah, well, I am a pretty naturally skinny guy. And so I've gained like 50 pounds in a year twice in my life. Wow. One was in high school when my coaches kind of told me to like that this was that playing in college was a reality, but that I would have to gain weight. I went from like 170 to 220 in one offseason. And then my first year here, I went from like 240 to like 285, 290. Wow. The on, like the biggest thing to for me was probably peanut butter and jellies and milk. Um, I drank, uh, when I was in college, uh, I probably, I, you can ask my roommates, they will confirm it. I drank a gallon of milk a day for like two months straight.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. W- it was was, a- did it get to a point for you? Like, cause for me, like, I, you know, you get tired of food, you get tired of drinks sometimes. Like, did you not want to look at milk for a little bit there for a few months? Yeah,
2: definitely. There was. When I'm trying to gain weight, it's it's definitely hard for me. Uh, and so eating is is definitely a job. Everyone here is like, oh, you get to eat whatever you want. Like, that's great. I wish I could do that. But I was basically just in a, a state of constantly being cool <laughs> for like a whole year.
1: <laughs> that's really funny. I know, obviously, it's it's worked out for you because you're now a two-time all-conference selection. I know you started a little bit on the right side earlier in your career. And now you've been obviously a mainstay at left tackle. For you, what was the 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 outlook early on? Did you guys did, like the? I know you've had a couple different coaches, obviously that you already talked about. But was there kind of a long term goal? Was I was always going to be the left tackle, or was it just kind of finding where you fit at the time?
2: You know, I, I think at first it was just me fitting in. Um, we had uh, we had an injury or two, so I was able to step in, um, and I feel like. The, my first, like, two years, I was I was growing a lot really quickly, uh, like, as a player in my skill and stuff like that. Um, and that kind of – being able to play so young was definitely a, a huge opportunity because, in my opinion, like, the fastest way to, like, get good at college football is to play in the games because there's nothing else that can simulate that. Um, so I was really lucky with uh, the opportunity of being able to play so young and um, – but really, to me, I feel like I can play all five positions, and so it was really just wherever the coach, my coach, wanted, like felt like I would give our team the best shot at winning, is where I, I would be fine with playing.
1: Mm-hmm. And I know for me, Jack, the only games I've seen of you in depth are this past season, twenty twenty. For you, looking mm-hmm. back on twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, and and you know, you mentioned you know have already started four years. Like like looking back on your time here. What do you feel like has been the biggest improvements in your game outside of, you know, just the physical development side? You
2: yeah, know, well, I feel like uh, my technique took a big step uh, this last season in pass by in the run game. Um, I feel like I've gotten even better with that, too. We just wrapped up a uh, spring ball. Mm-hmm. But I feel like those are kind of some of the bigger things for me. Um, obviously, the, the size helps. I think I've gained about 10 to 15 pounds each season. But yeah, I mean if you watch like a game, like my best game from my freshman, sophomore, junior, and then last year, like you'll like you'll see a a huge like progression from that point. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and I'm very excited, obviously, for that that next jump because I was very impressed by the 2020. And kind of looking at that 2020, Jack, I mean, we talked about it a little bit before we started. Obviously, the pandemic was looking like for a while it was just gonna put a kaput to the college football season in general, kind of thinking back to the pandemic, working from the spring into the summer how do you feel like you the team were able to navigate all the obstacles and how special was it that you not only were you able to navigate it but you guys had a historic season this past year for San Jose
2: Yeah I mean for me personally I was definitely struggling with all the gyms being closed and like just having like I probably spent more time on YouTube looking up workout videos than like I, I ever had before just trying to figure out what I could do and I actually, um, a buddy of mine from high school who uh, is kind of into like woodworking and carpentry, he actually built me a, a squat rack. And wow. and so I have a like a wooden squat rack in my living room that and I went on and bought a bunch of used weights on Facebook Marketplace. So I was able to kind of simulate a weight room there. And then as far as the team, I think we just, we had a good group of guys that kind of knew like that we had work to do and so the not being like being sent home because of the pandemic wasn't really time off you know people were still watching film people were still working out and when we finally when we were told that we weren't even going to play too, that the season was canceled but people were still like well we're going to play eventually so like let's keep working out let's keep watching film and then like a month later they said oh just kidding we're going to play like and be ready in a month um and at that point, uh, Santa Clara County wasn't even allowing us to to practice still, and so right. we we had to drive like five hours north up to Humboldt, mm-hmm. um, live in there like they stuck us in like these dorm rooms, and it was. Uh, it was quite the experience. Most of the student body didn't even want us there. So <laughs> we were, we were getting glares whenever we were walking to the football facilities and whatnot, but it was definitely, I feel like it was definitely a good bonding experience uh, having all of us up there. Cause we had never really like gone somewhere for a training camp before. And I think just like, like all we could do is like hang out with each other, you know? And so I feel like that was definitely a big part of our success this last season.
1: Yeah. And obviously we're talking about conference championship season. Um, a big face off with Nevada. I watched that game and that was I was, you know, you guys took it to them that day. I I, I thought Nevada had a good shot. And then San Jose State, man, they were they, they were you guys were ready to play. And I know the big obviously the big reason. I mean, there's a ton of talented defensive players as well, but just speaking from an offensive side of the football, Nick Starkle obviously had a big season, transfer quarterback. Uh, talked about Trey Walker before we started, Gaither, the other wide receiver that are both playing in the National Football League. For you, just looking back on how special this offense was, because I know that there were obviously pieces in the years past, but like, just, it just seemed like everything was just clicking off full cylinders this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely was nice to kind of have everyone on the same page and the, the offense doing as well as we have, you know, we've done it in spurts the whole time I was here, you know, we like back, like I remember my sophomore year when we were, we were not good. We we're playing Colorado state and scored 30 points in the third quarter of a game. But like we, we just couldn't sustain that, you know? And so last year, and even you saw a lot of it the year before too, when uh, we we started to improve there too, but last year kind of, we were finally able to put it all together for, for the entirety of games, which was, which was really awesome for me to see the growth, you know?
1: And I know, obviously, you know, technically on the field, you're a senior this past year, but with the extra year of eligibility, you have the opportunity to go back and be a part of the 2022 NFL draft process. Was that, was there ever anything for you, Jack, where like it was a good debate on whether you should leave now, go back? Like, was there an internal, I don't want to call it a struggle, but like, obviously it's a good option to have, but what was kind of your thought process through making the decision whether to come back?
2: Yeah, I definitely, uh, I definitely had to think about it for a little while. Um, you know, talking my family coaches, stuff like that. Um, and basically really to me, I didn't want to deal with any of that decision during the season. I didn't want it to be a distraction. So I kind of told myself before the, before the year had started that if I was like a guaranteed, like drafted guy, then like, I wouldn't like pass up on that opportunity. But if there was really any question that I would, uh, I would come back and take advantage of the extra year of eligibility to get better and give myself the best shot uh, when I do declare to play in the NFL. And so that, even with that mindset, it was still a hard decision, but that, that definitely did make it a bit easier. Kind of just having that mindset, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and I know we talked about, you know, incrementally, like you've been just been improving every year, like take a look at the film from each year. You'll see the growth that you've had, Now for you to not only be, you know, the best offensive tackle in your conference, but to be considered one of the better offensive linemen in college football in general, like what is the next step for, for Jack Snyder to take that next move?
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, um, the best thing that I can do is just keep improving because if, you know, with, with what I did last year, uh, like all the like recognition I got is like great from like, I'll probably appreciate it more in a few years, but, Right now, I just like there's still a lot of things that I can improve on personally. And if I am able to do that, then I feel like I'll be at an, uh, an even higher level next season. So I feel like that'll kind of the football will take care of itself there.
1: Oh, Absolutely. And and I love to ask this question, Jack, for for, for players. It kind of gives like an understanding of like what, what they see as their strengths, because I feel like a lot of times you watch players and I know I do this specifically, like you watch players that are. Either a same physical profile as you, or you play similarly to them stylistically. For you, are there some players? It could be past, present that maybe you watch closely to try to pick up some tidbits that would help you to improve your game. In effect,
2: um, there's definitely plenty of uh, NFL guys that I've that I've watched. Um, Joe Thomas is one that kind of is a good example for everyone. He was just like a he was the best like technician mm-hmm. uh, that offensive line is maybe seen. Um, And he was kind of in a similar situation as me where like you see him now, he doesn't look like he played offensive line. So. Not at all. um, So yeah, kind of similar there too, where it's kind of difficult for like both of us to keep weight on uh, stuff like that. And then when I was younger, uh, I would, Tyron Smith was probably my favorite tackle. Just like I would, I would watch highlight tapes of him just like pass setting and just like putting the clamps on people. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, I would say those two, probably.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Joe Thomas. I mean, I I would make a good argument that Joe Thomas might be the greatest offensive tackle that has ever played football. Obviously, that's a little more, I guess, nearsighted for some people because, you know, being a younger guy, they're going to say, like, oh, you haven't seen – you know, you didn't see Reggie Slater play and all these types of guys, which I I get. But I, I think Joe Thomas is a great example. Tyron Smith is a freak. That guy is made in the lab. So I think that's a couple of great guys for you, obviously to emulate to a degree. And I know that we talked about, you know, your physical development, what's going to make you the best offensive tackle possible. One of the best in all of college football. My question for you now that you guys had the season that you did and you experienced all the success that you had conference championship and, you know, an undefeated regular season. What are the standards now around San San Jose State? Have you seen like a big increase as far as like the morale of the team, the chemistry, the the just the the understanding of what you guys can accomplish and what is that next step to setting a bar even higher?
2: Yeah, I mean the expectation for us doesn't really change. Um it's we we've gone into every season one to uh win our conference. Um and I think like that's kind of always been like the bigger goal, but then just like smaller like a smaller aspect of it every week we just want to win that game focus on that game you know and I feel like we obviously we did a pretty good job with that last year um but I think just going in with that mindset uh where you're not focused on like the big picture for like like and just taking taking things one one game at a time is is pretty important um and I feel like our team has like watch watching spring ball this year and even uh the year the shortened spring ball we had last season. uh, Like I definitely see a difference uh, than in my first few years here. Mm -hmm.
1: And kind of the last like question I have for you, Jack, Uh, kind of looking forward, obviously I'm a guy that thinks that you're a draftable player. I think that you're going to get an opportunity to play on the next level for you. How long has that been a dream and just what type of blessing would it be when you ultimately can call yourself a professional football player?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say ever since my uh, sophomore year of high school, really, it's been a dream of mine. When my, when my high school coaches told me that uh, playing college football was realistic for me, that kind of, I hadn't really even thought about college football at that point. But then once that was mentioned to me, uh, I basically went all in, college and pros. Um, so it's been a dream of mine for a while now. Uh, a realistic dream, I would say. You know, as a little kid, everyone wants to play pro sports. But I would say since... Since then it was more of a realistic dream. Um and then what was the second part of your question again?
1: Just what type of blessing will it be when it ultimately happens for you?
2: Yeah, I mean that that would just that would literally be a dream come true. Um that like all the all the hard work and all the late nights, all the workouts, all the early mornings would, would have paid off at that point and and it would just be a great opportunity.
1: Yeah. So again, I'm joined here by Mr. Jack Schneider, starting offensive tackle, 40 game starter for San Jose Spartans. Uh, keep keep him on the radar for the 2022 NFL draft. I think that he's a player that again is definitely draftable, and I think that he has a lot of potential. Jack, appreciate you, man. I really, really do. I, I know it's uh, you know it, it's it's fun kind of reading up on the back background, the backstories, listening to interviews, but it's always a lot more revealing to me to just be able to kind of sit face to face with the guys. So I really do appreciate you taking some time today.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, no problem.